This is the Job Stories Podcast, how people find work that matters. Do you mind to, thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Do you mind to just introduce yourself real quick? Absolutely. So my name is Jack the Underdog. I am a pop punk artist here in Nashville, Tennessee. I've been making music for pretty much my whole life. Like I think I wrote my first song when I was like seven years old. Nice. Um, but yeah. Love pop punk, neck deep, uh, some 41, Blake 22, kind of what I grew up on, what I love the most. Nice. Where are you from originally? Originally from St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Um, so I moved here to Nashville to go to Belmont University back in 2015, um, okay. and I just stayed. I love Nashville, so I decided to stay. Gotcha. So did you say you wrote your first song when you were seven years old? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. That's so, mad early to be it was. It was really funny, y'all. So I... Do y'all remember the Goosebumps books? Of course. So R.L. Stein, right? Um, I was obsessed with those books. Like, mm. I... I can't. I don't read books now. I wish I did. I used to read a lot, right? Mm. And so I was obsessed with those Goosebumps books. And I wrote my first song while I was on an airplane. I think it was like after like a spring break trip or something as a little kid. Mm. Um, and I wrote it about a ventriloquist doll from the Goosebumps books. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it was so bad. It was like a like a, a comedy song that I thought was so funny, like <laughs> as my little seven year old self. But that was really what wanted me, like, got me wanting to even write music and make music after that. So we're gonna post the lyrics of that song in yes, the podcast description. <laughs> Hit up Mama and, and Papa Underdog to find that. They might have it in the scrapbook or something. So. Do you remember knowing that you were writing a song? Were you like, I want to write a song? Yeah. So I was always very artistic and very not athletic. I was like, my brother is the athletic one. I'm the artistic mm. one. Um. So ever since I was a kid, I was always drawing. You know, singing. Um. I had a couple albums that were like my favorite that I would just like put on and just sing at the top of my lungs, pretending like I was in the band or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I sat down with the intention to like write this song about this ventriloquist doll from Goosebumps oh um, as a little seven-year-old. That's so good. So those albums that you would sing at the top of your lungs, what were they? Okay, so, so many of them. Um, Boulevard Broken Dreams by Green Day was like yeah. my first like pop punk album that yeah, I like yeah. fell in love with. Um, but before that i mean i loved pop i loved a lot of different stuff um specifically my friend and i were obsessed with kelly clarkson and avril lavigne sure so we would just listen to kelly clarkson and avril lavigne all the time yeah. so that was like i think what avril lavigne's like what first kind of got me into the more alternative stuff but then um you know popped right over to green day and you know grew up with all of that kind of stuff and then as i got older i kind of went more into the more modern stuff like neck deep um, but still, you know, given, uh, you know, given the props to all those older school ones, like I was obsessed with Rage Against the Machine when I was in yeah, high school. Sure. Um, yeah, all over the place. A lot of different answers there. I have a funny Kelly Clarkson story if you want to hear it. Yes, please. I would love yeah, to. Yeah. So I grew up playing drums and in churches. So there was a band called Pillar that I loved when I was in middle school and they had a drummer. His name was Les is he's, st he's still alive. I'm talking like he's dead. His name is Lester Estelle. So after that band kind of ran its course, they still might do some stuff, I don't know, but he started playing drums for Kelly Clarkson. And I was at a Kelly Clarkson show in New York with a friend that kind of hooked it up, so we got to go backstage, and he was there, and I saw him, and I like made a beeline. I was like, I saw you at a Pillar show when I was in middle school. He's like, dude, you know Pillar? But it was at a Kelly Clarkson show. That's it was so, so crazy. So I kind of got to meet like one of my drumming heroes. From I love that. I, I love yeah. That. <laughs> so to that point, to bring that full circle, who would have been your biggest influence 
kind of in middle school, high school, whatever. Because you ended up going to Belmont intentionally. Yeah. I mean, that's a big leap yeah. from Minnesota. So absolutely, you had to have been inspired by someone. Yes. Right? So I think in middle school specifically is where I fell in love with Paramore and Yellow Card. Yeah. So like very specifically Paramore and Yellow Card. I mean, some 41 and Blink-22 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a program called School of Rock, um, which was like an after school program mm-hmm. just for musicians that want to like learn their instrument. Um, but I also took songwriting lessons there. So that also kind of like really got me into writing music. Mm. Um, but yeah, Paramore, Yellow Card, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Like those were like my main bands when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. I think. That's wild. The School of Rock thing's amazing. So I had not ever heard of it until I moved to LA. Yeah, it's they got them all over the country. And there's just a really great opportunity for you know kids to find what they like in music and like have the opportunity to actually play because you know it can be kind of crazy thinking of like booking live shows especially for like a high school band or something um so it really gives kids the opportunity to like see what it would like to what it would be like to be like touring and like on the road and doing real music stuff right on a very like small scale level so right like that's just what i talk about sometimes but just being from a small town in arkansas i had no grid for like music outside of playing at my church that's yeah. all i knew yep but school of rock i mean they they basically fostered a seven-year-old songwriter right like yes. that's why so did, i guess that exp- experience there really kind of was an on-ramp for oh. going to music school then right absolutely yeah because i mean i liked pop punk before i started going to school of rock i think i started going there when i was maybe 11 or 12 mm. i liked pop punk before then um but then we did a pop punk season, and mm. like that's when I like found all my favorite, you know, classic punk bands like No Effects and you know mm-hmm. the Ramones and Sex Pistols and all these different like more classic pop punk bands and in mm-hmm. punk bands and rock bands. Um, School of Rock's really what introduced them to me, and mm-hmm. like that's kind of the reason I make music that I do now is because I fell in love with that genre back then. Let's talk about that. Let's fast forward to now. Yeah. What's it like? I mean, navigating a music music career is difficult, and yeah. it can be amazing and hard and beautiful and tough and. What, what's that like for you now? Yeah, so I am very lucky. I have a team here at Classic that does a lot of the, my content and my social media stuff, which is so helpful. Mm. Um, I have a full-time job on top of music, so it's, uh, you know, finding the time to sit down and record and edit a TikTok is, it's just not there some days. Mm. Um, and so I really appreciate having my team. Um, I am an independent artist. I'm not signed to a label or anything. Um, I write songs pretty much every single day. Mm. Um, I have been working th- with my team basically all through 2022 into now to release the seven songs that I did last year, as well as now brand new songs, as well as like some remixes, including like new people on older songs, um, which I'm super excited about. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm a songwriter through and through. I produce my own demos. Um, I love auto tune and mixing in those like pop and hip hop elements into more like grungy rock and pop punk emo kind of sounds. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, writing is what kind of what keeps me sane. So I'm every single day I'm writing at least a couple lines of something. Wow. That's quite a lot. So does that feel like a grind or you love doing it? Or? I loved, I actually just, re- like for a couple months there, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't writing every day. Sure. And then I started doing it again and my brain like turned on. I was like, it's like a mental exercise mm-hmm. almost. Like, you know, those like suit f- phone games, so, like, uh, you know, train your brain. I almost feel like for me, like writing every day, even if it's a very small amount of it, like it keeps me sharp. Like it, it keeps me like grounded mm-hmm. almost. And like, it sounds like it would be almost like too much for some person, but for some people, but it's like, for me, it's just like, that's what I do to like, relax decompress like get my thoughts out process all those kind of things Mm. so you can answer this question by saying nothing at all if you want to but if what is there any advice that you'd go ahead and give the seven-year-old jack about trying to get into the music trying to navigate a music career yes i would say i know you're insecure stop being so insecure Mm. um 
we still deal with it now, you know, depression, anxiety, all that kind of stuff, mental health, you know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the idea of like imposter syndrome. Are we good enough to be doing this? Mm-hmm. You are, um, people really care about what you're doing and, um, don't let, you know, your insecurities stop you from taking the steps that, um, that you should be. I feel like when I was in college, I didn't take advantage of a lot of the things that I should have, the opportunities I had, connections I had. Um, a lot of times I feel like because I was a little bit insecure about it or, or mm-hmm. I didn't think I was good enough to do it or put myself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm kind of at a place where it's just like, screw it. Like, I'm just going to be me and do me and mm-hmm. people are going to pick up on it when they like it and when they don't. Like, yeah. That's so good. That Thank is <laughs> really, really, really helpful, I think, because that's, that's, how old are you now? I'm 25. Yeah, so I'm 32, and that's been a, that's been a big wrestle for me too. Especially when I was doing music, was this like, because your value's so wrapped up in the thing that's also supposed to make you money. That's the only other way I know how to work, yeah. <laughs> and it's really, 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 really hard, like emotionally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's good on you for kind of recognizing that so soon. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's wonderful. Cool. Um, so we want to have you perform for us today. So what song are you gonna sing for? For our listeners, that's a good question. I didn't know I was gonna perform. Um, <laughs> On the spot, probably one of your own. What would um, be a cool yeah, one? I'm thinking I probably would do "Wasting Away." That's probably the easiest one for me to sing. Cool, "Wasting yeah. Away." All right, do you have a Spotify, Instagram, people, TikTok, people can check yes. out all that good stuff? Yes, I do. Jack the Underdog on everything. Instagram, Spotify, TikTok, Apple Music. Just look up Jack the Underdog. All my music's up there. Done. Awesome. We look forward to hearing you sing. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks, man. Appreciate awesome. it. I'm not going to be sad today. Middle of the week's my Saturday. I'm going to smoke weed. Pour a little bit of Bud Light in my cup. Little bit of pick me up. I'm not going to be sad today. Everything going to be okay. I'm going to smoke weed. Pour a little bit of Bud Light in my cup. Even though everything sucks. I'm not going to be sad today.